0: Are you that weirdo who likes to visit mysterious and spooky places? Well, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to Happy Hour Gets Weird. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Hello and welcome back, my beautiful summer children. It's been a week. It's been a week. It's And it has been a week, literally and figuratively, it's been a week, and I'm so excited to be back, and it's October, and I'm here for it, I'm in it, and who am I? I'm Cassie.
1: And I'm Tiffany.
0: And this is Happy Hour Gets Weird. Hi, everybody. <laughs> so we are back, and it is a season us spooky bitches have been waiting for all year especially 2020 i have been waiting for this season the spooky season fall october halloween i've been waiting so in honor of the spooky season and halloween we are kicking off a new series and it's happy hour gets spooky
1: Ooh, i'm so excited
0: yes and we're gonna focus on spooky inspired cocktails and spooky episode themes and if you're playing along with our drinking game take a shot or a sip every time I say spooky, you might need to go to the hospital at this point.
1: Oh, that's a good game. <laughs> Anytime we say spooky, take a sip, not a shot, because that's irresponsible at best. You would be
0: dead. But actually, it would kind of fit into this episode's theme if you died.
1: Spooky places? Yeah.
0: <laughs> what are we drinking this? Th- what's our spooky cocktail this episode?
1: We are drinking something called Bump in the Night.
0: Oh my goodness, I'm obsessed. Right?
1: Is that what we decided? Yes. Okay. So for the cocktail that I made, I used Marion Berry Vodka, but you can use whatever kind of berry vodka you like or you have. You can find at your store. Maybe you can infuse it yourself. And to that, I added a lemon basil simple syrup. mm and it has a little fresh basil in it, shakety-shakety, topped with club soda. <laughs> Do you like my description?
0: Yes. If the shakety-shakety fits, drink it.
1: <laughs> it is so delicious. I'm obsessed with it. It's like drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm here for it.
0: Oh, my goodness. I am flavor Flavorade. Oh, Flavorade. I'm here for it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot.
1: And as always, our recipe will be on our Instagram with a picture.
0: Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so I... Before we get into this episode, I wanted to do a little pop culture corner of what I'm watching right now. Mm -hmm, And I mm -hmm. am watching Nurse Ratchet on Netflix. I just started it.
1: I'm going to start that.
0: It's so good. And then I've also... My husband and I have re... We're starting... uh, Dexter. We are re-watching Dexter.
1: Dexter is one of my all-time favorite shows. Oh my obsessed gosh. obsessed with it. So good.
0: I we cannot wait. We've been putting the kids to bed early.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> watch Dexter.
0: Yes. So we can get at least two episodes in per night because we are old and we're tired and we usually fall asleep after two.
1: It's so good. I was thinking about re-watching it, but I think I'm gonna actually watch the wire. 'Cause you know I like revisiting old shows that are supposed to be amazing that I haven't watched.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Um, I love I, I love the Nurse Ratchet too. Mm-hmm. I um I love taking a character from a book and mm-hmm. creating a whole universe around it. Mm-hmm.
0: I was just I was thinking the same thing that how amazing the producers of American horror story which we both mm-hmm. like they're producing nurse ratchet and how amazing that they are to take the minor character from one flew over the cuckoo well she's not a minor character but as far as like lines and screen time um, nurse ratchet from one flew over the cuckoo's nest and create an entire show about mm-hmm. this character and her give her backstory and life and it, it just it's amazing I'm I think I'm in the third episode and it's really good Sarah Paulson is the queen she's the queen she's the queen
1: I can't wait to watch it I I also love that I don't know if you ever watched Penny Dreadful that show that was mm-hmm. out
0: I sure and did
1: I loved I totally nerded out when they had like Dorian Gray and all these characters it was I was flipping out my husband was like please just shut the fuck up I don't care about how many of these books you've read you moron
0: I freaking loved Penny Dreadful I think her name is Ava Green oh my god she's so gorgeous she's gorgeous and her voice is one of those voices that if if she told me to do anything even to cause myself harm I would do it
1: She needs a podcast.
0: And she really does. I
1: changed my mind. I want to swap voices with her.
0: (laughs) And Josh Hartnett, that's a throwback from the early 2000s.
1: I know. Everybody, including me, was in love with him. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Penny Dreadful. Ooh, that's a good one. I might go back and watch
1: that. Oh, God. It's so good. Oh, my gosh. creepy, spooky. What a fun universe to just be stuck in for a month.
0: I know. Seriously. So that's just a little pop culture, what I'm into, what you're into, Um, TV-wise, I'm so excited. I'm obsessed with Dexter. My husband and I have been sending Dexter gifts to each other all day long.
1: Oh, actually, speaking of spooky stuff, did I tell you that I watched the new Grudge movie? No. Okay, well, I watched the new Grudge movie, and it is good. I was totally into it. Yes, I had a bottle of wine while I watched it, which might have influenced how much I liked it. I'm not going to lie. Usually, if I have a bottle of wine, I like the movie more. I don't know why. It's very <laughs> mysterious. But I thought it was really good. And uh, it was spooky. It had a few twists in it. Loved it. I, it's
0: Scary movies like that aren't on my radar. I like more suspenseful, like, Along Comes a Spider.
1: Like It was a good movie. You had to actually pay attention. They did a lot of time jumping. So you had oh. to actually pay attention to it. It wasn't a movie where you could zone out on your device and whatever it was good okay i liked it was it jumpy it was jumpy i screamed several times i watched it with my teenage son oh i bet he
0: liked it he likes you guys are like two peas in a pod when it comes to scary movies like that
1: yeah i like watching scary movies with him
0: um all right well that's a hard pass for me but anyone out there listening if you like jumpy scary movies and wine then Watch it and tell us about it.
1: Yeah, tell us your favorite wine scary movie combo. Please leave a comment because I would love, like, I say grudge pairs well with a bottle of red. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are you ready to get into it?
0: Mm-hmm. I would say, you know what, honestly, I have an opinion on this. I would say Jaws pairs well with like a good Pinot Grigio.
1: I somehow agree with you on mm-hmm. that and I don't know why, but it makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's It just makes sense. <laughs> it
0: does. If the Pinot Grigio fits, is what I say. (laughs) Okay. So we are doing spooky locations this episode. We
1: are. I'm actually just waiting for the day that we uh, mess up and both do different topics and then just how we try to recover from that because of our disorganization. (laughs) Like, what? I did the Mighty Ducks. (laughs) that's a throwback joke from like 10 episodes ago (laughs) Uh, spooky places yes if you if you if there was a house in your neighborhood that was everyone says this place is haunted and they're like come on in would you spend the night there
0: no absolutely not even with me um okay fine you know what I asked my husband this the other day I asked him because the there's a pretty well-known haunted hotel in our town and it's getting ready to open
1: mm-hmm, and we are talking mm-hmm. about
0: maybe having a staycation there
1: mm-hmm. and i you asked and me him, not you and your husband
0: well i you know i said i know for a fact well i don't know for a fact i'm about to ask you mm-hmm. but it it's all gonna come down to who would fight a ghost for me
1: me okay well then i'll stay with you okay Your husband can stay there too. He just has to sleep on the floor. (laughs) I call bed. Dim's on bed. I called it. (laughs) It's actually, I cannot wait um, to see the
0: inside. We're hoping to get a tour, um, but the remodel is supposed to be beautiful.
1: I'm sure the remodel will be fantastic. And we might not be able to go during the spooky season, but as soon as it is done, Mm -hmm. we will be there. We will go. Yeah. All right, are you ready to talk about spooky, our spooky locations?
0: I I am more than ready and I cannot wait. You go first, I'm ready.
1: Okay, I'll go first. So my sources are lamagazine.com, opacity.us. I feel like I'm making up this website, but I swear that's what it's, it's why am I asking a question? I just copied and pasted the website. <laughs> And latimes.com, a couple of different articles from LA Times. So I haven't done this in a while. I forgot how to read and how to read websites. It's fine. It's great. (laughs) It's fantastic. (laughs) Always a professional, she said, as she stirred her glass directly into the microphone. (laughs) I have papers today.
0: Oh, you're just a whole, like... Uh, Kitten caboodle with ASMR. You got your papers rifling and your ice stirring. I,
1: I got my shuffling cards. Is that there's a helicopter? Yeah. I, I cannot make any sound effect.
0: You can chop some broccoli.
1: I cannot make a single Have, You know what? sound effect. Have you ever
0: seen those videos where people try to mimic organic sounds with their mouth, like tearing a paper and they'll go <laughs>
1: No, but I can't do it. Okay. All right. Let's do this.
0: Okay. I'm ready.
1: The location I am talking about today has been known by many different names mm-hmm. and known for many different stories. <laughs> Ooh, can you do ghost sound effects throughout my entire? Do you have any chains to rattle? I don't
0: I forgot my can chains. Can you moan? I for... I can moan. I'm good at moaning. I can moan. Okay.
1: So some refer to this place as the Hollydale Mental Hospital, but I have since learned that that is not the correct name for it. Others online call it the Downey Insane Asylum, referring to the city of Downey where it is located. Hmm. But what this place is actually named is Rancho Los Amigos. Ah.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Was that the wrong kind of moan? you i you said moaning
1: like a like a like a ooh, ooh. oh
0: oh got it not got like it. a my mistake
1: ooh big boy
0: my my mistake
1: i, I clearly don't know how sex talk <laughs> i don't even know sex sounds i can't even do it okay got it switching so, directions ooh thank, thank you rancho los amigos or the friends ranch yeah sounds like a nice place it does it does. So I'm going to give a little bit of history about the building, or about this hospital. The original building was constructed in 1888 as a place that could handle a plethora of medical and mental issues for the county medical center. The elderly, homeless, handicapped, and people with mental illness would be housed there. Back then, the hospital was called the Poor Farm because people are so kind.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sounds like like a nice resort.
1: (laughs) I think people are just dicks. I think it actually was pretty cool even back then. Sometimes homeless people who drank too much would end up here paying their room and board by working on the expansive property. Hmm. Over time, the building had different uses based on need. It housed people suffering from the Spanish flu in 1918, and part of the grounds became an army camp during World War II. For example, at its height, the hospital had over 400 acres of property with some farmland, an aviary, zoo, rail line, and a cemetery for unclaimed bodies to be buried at. Although the cemetery was relocated after a flood and no one seems to know where exactly it ended up on the property.
0: (laughs) Okay, well, that's interesting. I mean, (laughs) to be fully honest, it sounds kind of nice, actually.
1: I think that even when jerks called it the poor farm, I think mm-hmm. it actually was a cool spot and helped a lot, a lot of people.
0: Okay. Yeah. I would like to stay there. Is it still open? Are they taking Rezo's?
1: Um, it's kind of still open.
0: Oh, okay. I'm intrigued.
1: Uh, yeah. Not exactly. Kind of. I'll get to that. So Rancho Los Amigos helped countless patients, as I said, and... One of the stories that I really loved was about a patient with an injured hand, and for physical therapy, they had him gently sand furniture, which helped his wrist pain and provided him with a job so he could actually have some money. And before that, he wasn't working because of his injuries. So that was pretty cool. The Rancho was also attributed with the invention of the halo neck brace um, for patients with spinal injury. Wow. And it was the first place to use plastic for prosthetic limbs. <gasps> Formerly, wood was used for prosthetics, which seems not great. Yeah, I mean,
0: yeah, what happens if you run into a, a, a termite colony? You're, you're screwed.
1: <laughs> that's, that's, that never even crossed my mind. I was just thinking that it's not as durable or water resistant. Oh, well, but I was yeah, thinking termites. termites. Do what if you ran into that guy who loved to gently sand furniture there goes your leg. Oh my god. you fucked <laughs> oh my god. this
0: is so stupid it's dumb but you know what i don't know <laughs> okay well we digress
1: Despite all of the ways the Rancho helped its patients and the medical community, its legacy is that of a spooky asylum. Oh. The flood I mentioned wasn't the only thing that damaged the facility. In the 30s, an earthquake caused so much damage that a tent city popped up on the premises. Oh. Residents of the Rancho stormed the county supervisor's office, telling of the horrible living conditions and demanding help in restoring the grounds. So this is pretty weird. The stories they told disturbed the supervisor's secretary so much that she leapt from the office window to her death. What the hell? <laughs> and although the secretary, whose name was Grace Wagner, wasn't a resident of the Rancho, her death is still connected to the Rancho Los Amigos history. What are these Obviously. stories? it i i found this story about uh, grace like several times but they never really went into detail it was pretty much just how awful and gruesome living was during the time that they had the tent city situation i feel like grace was maybe a little uh, unwell in her own right but uh, yeah i mean maybe they had
0: um yeah wow that's yeah that's intense I'm trying to, to imagine. I mean, I kind of like that that we don't know the stories because we can just fill in the blank,
1: which always makes for the best scary movie. It
0: really does. What if they had like a a? I can't get off I, my brain's like. It's hyper-focused it could be a million on, things. Yeah. It's yeah. like hyper focused on termites. I don't. It, it
1: could. It could. <laughs> I don't know. It was just stories of termites.
0: It was all the termites. The limbs, and she the, the, take the prosthetic it. limbs, were just being eaten by termites.
1: Obviously in the decades that this place was a hospital mm-hmm. housing so many patients there were obviously many many deaths mm-hmm. on the premises mm-hmm. yeah too too many to list but uh this one stood out and was mentioned in all of the um things that i read about the facility well it's pretty bizarre it is eventually kind of what you were talking about asking if this place is still the open and running eventually a new building was put up on the other side of the property and by the 1980s the original building was pretty much just used for storage or not used at all I mean this place was huge it had a ton of buildings it had a main building that the the um doctor who ran it lived at uh, like he had his own separate craftsman house it had all of these outbuildings for patients a men's wing a women's wing there was a lot it was a lot Obviously, over 400 acres is huge, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they put up this new building on the other side of the property. And like I said, the old building was kind of just forgotten or whatever. However, the Marine Corps did use the old abandoned side for military training from time to time. Mm. In fact... On one such training exercise, a group of Marines made a grim discovery.
0: Uh Uh-oh. Ooh.
1: In a long-abandoned morgue fridge, the men found several amputated legs and feet. Ew. As well as brain matter.
0: That's fucking gross.
1: Fortunately, it was soon discovered... That the body parts were decades old and simply left behind during the building's medical days.
0: Mm. So they were, uh, it was still a
1: working fridge? I don't believe so.
0: Oh my gosh, that's so...
1: It was just closed up.
0: Can you imagine?
1: Can you imagine the people who were supposed to clean out the morgue just for getting a fridge? I
0: mean, whoopsie-daisy. It was Friday. It was Friday. They wanted to get out, dip out of there early. I <laughs> forgot about it by Monday.
1: I just feel like that is, like, don't use that moving company again.
0: Can you imagine, like, for the, you know how you have that in your mind that you have, like, an appointment but you can't really remember?
1: <laughs> it's you forgot ten legs in a fridge. Yeah, they're like,
0: you know what, I, 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 I. I feel like I forgot some brain matter
1: somewhere, but I don't really. I can't put my finger on it. I I believe that it said that there was also a bag of like, wait, you know, biohazard bag too that the Marines didn't even open. That
0: oh my was found. goodness, oh my goodness. You know
1: what? If yeah, you're a member of the early. service,
0: any branch, thank you for your service.
1: My husband was in the. Marines during this time, and I really was hoping that he just forgot to tell me that he found (laughs) ten severed legs in a morgue fridge. (laughs) But the bastard wasn't even there. I was so pissed. You know what?
0: Divorce. (laughs) Our whole marriage has been a lie.
1: So, over the years, events like this, along with the building, the building's origins and varied occupants, added to the lore of Rancho Los Amigos. Maybe... It just seems impossible for a building that housed so many sick and dying patients to not be marked by their spirits somehow. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just a residual type haunting, it just mm-hmm. seems like there has to be something there. I, I get it. I'm a believer. <laughs> so this reputation, of course, attracts visitors to the property. Despite the fact that there is a guard and no trespassing signs, people have snuck onto the property and added their own stories to the history of Rancho Los Amigos. And I'm going to share a few stories that I found online now. Ooh. Oh, that was good. Chaney,
0: Chaney. Yeah, I left my chains in the living room.
1: I like how I did the chick chick (laughs) You're like
0: shaking a can of Tic Tac.
1: People have seen dark bodies and faces in the shadows. Mm. Some say an elderly man haunts the grounds, a former patient who hung himself while staying there. Another legend is that a couple who fell in love during their stay at the hospital and died of polio walks the grounds together.
0: That's kind of romantic.
1: It is. It's it's actually really sweet. I hope there were a lot of love connections made there. I bet there were, honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just looking online, there are a ton of stories about this place. I watched a YouTube video where a couple of teenage boys broke in. Oh my even though it's illegal. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, just because I wanted to see what the place looked like. I mm-hmm. do not support.
0: <laughs> Breaking and entering?
1: Illegal activities. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it is creepy. Mm-hmm. It is a very creepy, dilapidated building. A lot of stuff's boarded up. There's a lot of. Fire damage water damage there's rooms where there are patients like papers document medical papers scattering the floor oh
0: my goodness do they have like old beds along the walls and stuff they like... have
1: graffiti oh everywhere it's just it's it's creepy creepy vibes it, it's very creepy it's mm-hmm. literally like a horror movie could be taped there without anything done mm-hmm. to it
0: my goodness
1: um, people said that the, it's also overrun with, like, cats and small animals and rodents at this point, which doesn't help Mm-mm. with the smell or the vibe. Mm-mm. Everybody who wrote anything about it online just said overall that it was very, very creepy, that they Ooh. just had bad vibes. And then I also stumbled upon a post from a Redditor who said that... So, obviously, we don't know if this is true. It's just a Redditor... They could just be bored and want to write, it, write a cool post. Mm-hmm. But they said that about eight years ago, he and his friends, it was a group of like 15, 10 or 15 kids. They were like older teens. Mm-hmm. All decided to, to break into this place. Like you just basically go through a hole in a fence. It's not really that dramatic. Yeah. Um, so they all went in there and they kind of explored And while they were exploring, they stumbled upon a group of hooded figures. What? In a circle. No. Surrounding a small animal that was on fire. No. (laughs) What? (laughs) He basically said that they walked in on a fucked up cult situation and that they all ran and the hooded figures chased after them. Okay. Okay. I don't know if that's true. The comments on it were people that lived in Downey that were like, yeah, that's probably really what happened because that place is fucked. So obviously we don't know if that's true. It's just a story on Reddit. But you know I love a Reddit rabbit hole. Mm -hmm, And I went down one. And it was pretty spectacular. It was very exciting.
0: That's very scary. Yeah. That's scarier than, you know, a pack of wild cats. That's scarier than a guy who has a compulsion to sand your prosthetic leg that's scarier than termites scarier than paper i mean that's scary
1: yeah it's pretty scary we're gonna post pictures on our instagram because they're so great but Mm -hmm. there's a ton of them and if you want to see more los angeles magazine did a cool feature on um this place a few years ago and the pictures are so fantastic you should really look at it uh Very spooky, very creepy, very cool. Also, if you want to listen to another podcast about Rancho Los Amigos, Haunted Places did an episode on it last year. And I listened to it and it was pretty fun.
0: Oh, cool. Perfect
1: for spooky season. But yeah. Yeah. So that's it. Severed limbs, ghosts, and maybe a cult. What more could you ask for?
0: I mean, nothing really. I mean, that's that's about it. I think that's all I'm asking for, really.
1: Are you scared? Do you? If if we were 17, I would make us go, but we're too old and have so many kids. We can't. We can't risk it.
0: <laughs> I would go. I don't think I would go at night. I would go during the day.
1: I think that you actually can make. Maybe I just. Read into comments too much because I went down so many online conversations just reading people's comments who had been there mm-hmm. talking about there was like every everybody who said that they'd been there had just said how eerie it was and people saw like shadow figures and stuff, you know.
0: Oh yeah, I don't really fuck with shadow figures actually.
1: But I think that you might be able to if you're a paranormal researcher actually get an appointment to go there. I'm sure if you have a name.
0: Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's that place sounds pretty kind of fantastic. I mean, it would be like a paranormal investigator's wet dream, really.
1: Yes, and did I mention? Did I mention it's in? I guess I I don't know if I fully explained that, but it's in Downey, which is like Los Angeles County.
0: I mean, hey, if we're ever in LA, we should maybe drive by it, check it out.
1: Just a quick a drive by fruiting.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And if you don't get that reference then you need to re you need to watch up on your nineties
1: movies. You need to reevaluate your priorities mm-hmm. if you don't know every line from Mrs. Doubtfire.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. All right. I'm ready to hear your spooky place.
0: That was fantastic. That was a very good spooky place. Thank you. I, my favorite part was the brain matter and the bio-waste and the limbs in the fridge.
1: Yeah. Oh, no. That's... Well, the
0: cult setting an animal on fire was pretty good, too. Yeah. Mm. And
1: even if that story is, like I said, totally made up, it just adds to the lore of the place. So I don't really care. It's spooky season.
0: It is. Yeah, I don't Let's care either. Let's get fucking spooky. Yeah. Ex- exactly. Exactly. Okay, so I... I decided to do uh, a place that's local to us. Um, I'm doing the Historic Marysville Cemetery in Marysville, California. I'm excited. Um, so some of the the sources for mine are the Historic Marysville Cemetery Facebook page, which I might or might not be a member of. Um, the Appeal Democrat... Phantomsandmonsters.com and and localwiki.org. So, the Marysville Cemetery was established in 1850, and the strangely beautiful 13 acres is the final resting place for 10,000 earthly vessels. Oh my gosh. Started during the height of the Gold Rush era in Northern California, the Marysville Cemetery is the oldest city-owned cemetery west of the Mississippi.
1: Claim to fame, baby.
0: Yep. West of the Mississippi. I couldn't, I can't, that's how I say it in my head, so I just it came out of my mouth that way. Many of the residents are Gold Rush hopefuls, leaving everything back east for manifest destiny, a chance to strike it rich and turn their life's from rags to riches. But life in Marysville was difficult in those days. Usually, the lone travelers were met with sickness, poverty, alcoholism, and tough times in the Wild West. Not surprisingly, there were more saloons and brothels in Marysville than doctor's offices. That's just a little backstory, kind of the beginning of the cemetery but let's get into the spooky stuff so i found two events or incidents and there's mm-hmm. many more i'm sure at the marysville cemetery but this is what i could find online so one halloween sacramento valley paranormal investigators formerly known as yuba Sutter paranormal investigators stood outside the gate of the cemetery with recording equipment and quote They posed questions to a ghost who was reported to have been haunting the grounds. They saw and heard nothing, but later were surprised to discover that a man's voice moans loudly on their recording. (gasps) Along Along with a softer female voice who says, keep quiet. Keep
1: quiet. Oh, oh my God. Oh, that gave me chills.
0: (laughs) And another incident comes from The Frail, a band out of San Francisco driving through Marysville heading home from a gig. At one thirty in the morning, they spotted the old cemetery from Highway 70 and decided to stop off for some thrills. But they got a little bit more than they bargained for. Out there alone, the three of them heard a scraping metal sound, revs of an old tractor engine, and the sounds of young children laughing and running footsteps.
1: Ooh, Th- kids! Kids is so creepy. I
0: so creepy. They ran back to their touring van and took off, but not before capturing some activity on videotape. And they, I watched the. You, you can find this video on YouTube, and you can hear this like scraping of metal. It's really weird. It's like a scraping of sheet metal. Mm-hmm. It's really scary actually and um and on the video you can kind of see like a apparition move across and sit down and then get up and move across
1: oh my god we have to go
0: and we totally have to go right so multiple ghosts have been picked up on evp glowing lights have been recorded and mysterious figures have been seen roaming around the cemetery at all hours So, surrounded by levees, the cemetery has been flooded many times since the 1800s, but she still stands, even if some of the original grave markers are under years of silt from the surrounding rivers. With some exceptions, there hasn't been many new burials since the 1920s. The Marysville Cemetery is the final resting place to Harriet Murphy Pike, who was a member of the Donner Party. Mm Mm-hmm. Edward Duplex, he was the first black mayor on the Pacific coast. He was actually the mayor of Wheatland, California, which was where I went to high school.
1: That's amazing.
0: Yeah. And the founder of Marysville, Charles Covalod, which everyone who lives in Marysville knows that name. He was buried in the Marysville Cemetery. And Roland Macy, the founder of Macy's department store, is buried mm-hmm.
1: there. Really? Yes. Wow. I Wait, know. which which Pike? What was the first name of the Pike? Her
0: woman? name was Harriet Murphy Pike.
1: Because Marysville itself was named after a member of the Donner Party, correct? I believe. I think
0: so. Yeah, I think you're right, Mary Kovalod. Yeah. Mary Kovalod. Yeah. Donner I mean, Party. Maybe that was um Charles Kovalod's wife or daughter, maybe. Probably have to look into that.
1: There's a lot of history in Marysville and a lot of Donner Party history Mm -hmm. in our area. Mm -hmm.
0: There is. I think people don't realize um, how old Marysville is. It's a really very old city.
1: I think that Marysville was either the capital or thought they thought of making it the capital when it was first founded because it was like one of the first cities in California. It was yep. kind of established, right?
0: Mm-hmm. I, I, I think you're correct. I think because it is that... Um, I think they did a lot of trade there because of the rivers. It's surrounded by levees on each side, the Yuba and the Feather River. Mm-hmm. And um, it, was, it was bustling. Yeah. But it might have been one of the biggest cities in California at its peak.
1: Yeah. But
0: to me, The most intriguing thing about the Marysville Cemetery is that some historians believe the infamous Wells Fargo stagecoach robber Black Bart, (gasps) who stole thousands of dollars in 1870 through 1880, and he never fired a bullet, Mm -hmm. and he even left poems with some of his robbery victims, Mm -hmm. he... Is believed to be buried there. Historians use public records and known aliases used by Black Bart to discover that after he disappeared from his stint in San Quentin he might have hidden in plain sight in Marysville. Mm-hmm. So, historians believe he worked as a druggist who's basically a pharmacist, another word for pharmacist, well into his 80s under the alias, get this, Charles Wells. And that was a <gasps> final jab at the founder oh. of Wells Fargo. <laughs>
1: oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah.
0: So, there. In-
1: I love this guy. We're going to do an episode on him for sure.
0: We're totally going to. So, there is, in fact, a man buried in Marysville Cemetery with the headstone, Charles Wells. And they b- fully believe that it is Black Bart. There's a whole book written on it.
1: We're going to take a selfie with it.
0: We, we're we going to have to find it first. <laughs> so that's basically just a little bit of a rundown on the Marysville Cemetery. If you haven't seen it, it is so beautiful. It's like set apart from its surrounding uh, lands the surrounding landscape it has mausoleums it has beautiful old headstones it's beautiful it's been around for 200 years so you can visit the Marysville cemetery during the day it used to be closed but now they've opened it and you can visit it during the day you can visit outside at night you can't go in they lock the gates um if you're passing through town or you just get a boner for an awesome cemetery, check it out. But just be respectful of the buried and also the groundskeepers who work hard to maintain the this beautiful, gothic, macabre, magical place. Just be respectful because they've had issues with vandalism in the past. Um, so
1: gross. Why would anybody do that? That's horrible.
0: I, I don't understand, but it, it's it's a really cool place, and people that visit there say that there's just that feeling in the air you know Mm -hmm. that just I don't know some people might call it creepy some call it magical some call it eerie I don't know it's just the air is different there it's just old you know so it it just may be a you know a thinner veil there I don't know but I'm gonna go me too let's let's go i i wanted to go before this um episode but i just i couldn't get there i've been really busy but we're definitely gonna go and we'll take pictures and it's really cool so that's a marysville cemetery
1: oh i love it ghosts and robbers
0: yes you know i love a good wild west robber
1: a bearded one at that Mm
0: -hmm. i'm a sucker
1: black black bart yeah i I might mean, just I just picture him with the beard actually. I don't even know if he had one. I just assume
0: I mean, yeah,
1: I think you're correct to assume that he had a beard, yeah, but he was very handsome i can tell I can tell <laughs> from his behaviors. He was a a gentleman and a robber. I've never met an ugly Bart in my life, <laughs> like Bart Simpson so hot,
0: notoriously handsome
1: Bart notoriously handsome. <laughs> Mm. I can, literally cannot think of another Bart at all. <laughs> I cannot think of a single person named Bart. Can uh, you? No. Bart'll be the scrivener. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nerd alert! Oh my god. All
0: uh. right. Well, that is our first. That's our first episode in our Happy Hour Gets Spooky series, and um, I'm excited. So we're just taking it kind of you know it, on a scale from one to ten this is like a three on the spooky level and we're gonna get more spooky
1: if this were a taco bell hot sauce it would be mild yes For sure
0: and we're yeah. gonna ramp up to the fire
1: fire sauce by fire. the end and i i don't even
0: i'm like mild Psh. I, give me the fire <laughs> i don't want a butthole in the morning give it to me
1: <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Don't forget to leave a comment with your wine and scary movie recommendation. Yes. I yes. want to know.
0: Me too. I also want to know.
1: She wants to Wikipedia that movie.
0: Yes. I. That's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to go buy that wine and I'm going to drink it while I Wikipedia the movie. And I will be the judge. I will be the judge of that pairing. <laughs> because I am an expert. <laughs> um, thank you. I just want to echo Tiffany. Thank you so much for listening. We are so excited for spooky season, and we are ready to to upload a new episode every Thursday and get episodes out, and we want to hear from you. Reach out on social media. You can email us at happyhourgetsweird at gmail.com and say say stay fucking spooky and enjoy october and we're looking forward to halloween so on that note love yourself
1: lock your doors
0: and light some sage cheers to that cheers to that I just picture that guy sanding the prosthetic wooden legs in like the middle of the night. So they wake up and they're just misshapen in the morning and they don't really know why.
1: Like one's a baseball bat and one's a hammer.
0: (laughs) He wakes up in the morning and one is like a bedpost. His arm is a
1: bedpost. (laughs) His foot's a duck.